0: your sailors, marines, and Coast Guardsmen of the United Nations for another of your weekly rides
1: on the Spud Show. Show.
2: Welcome to the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter. 60 minutes of audio on the internet. Now to kick things off, here is the studio orchestra of the Spud Goodman Show, Accordion Joe.
3: From the bowels of NWCZ studio in beautiful Tacoma, Washington, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to Here he is, the head cheese meister of the world Why? Web. It's Spud sp- 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 sp-
1: sp- sp- Goodman.
4: Greetings. I am Spud Goodman. That's right. And welcome one and all to our show. Please say hello to my longtime co-host, Mr. Chick Hello everyone, and my name
5: again is Chick Hunter and I am the co-host. Well, well, and you may hear there might be some what, what there might be someone else on the couch tonight, but try to remember that I am the sole co-host. Of okay, the show.
4: okay, he is correct, I guess. I guess, but we do have a special guest with us tonight in the studio. I will not attempt to deceive you tonight. You know, I know everything. You know, everyone goes through in their daily lives trying to withstand a deluge of misinformation from the media, maybe your family, and for sure religious listeners knocking at your door. I can tell you, tonight's show is going to be just okay. Guaranteed. Like nothing to get excited about. I could, but I'd be lying through my very, now very expensive teeth. I can't even tell you how expensive they are, what I had done with them. But anyway, why you ask us? Because tonight's show really is going to be that memorable. Yes, it is. And I'll tell you why. Because with us in the studio is world-class voice impressionist and, a st- and stand-up comedian, Mr. Craig Gass. Who? I, let me let me just do this. Can I do this now? Okay. He will be appearing this coming Saturday night, January 18th, at the Pantages Theater in Tacoma, Washington, for a night of funniness that that I believe will be record-setting. And I I didn't say that. I'm not joking around here. It I believe that it will be a night uh, that'll go down in history. What do you think, Chick? Cardinal's. All right, galore. super. Anyway. Um, just, let's just say hello to him. Mr. Craig Gas. how you who, doing? Who is not the co-host, at least as far as I know yet. Well, I prefer to discuss that after the show. So, Craig, welcome. Is there anything uh, Chick can get for you, like a bottle of mineral water? Maybe, uh, I don't know, herbal tea? Uh, how about a nice piece of bun cake?
6: I'm good. I uh, I brought a couple guys with me who are in town for the NFC Championship game. I got Tracy Morgan and Tom Arnold here. Super. Uh, so, uh, if they want anything, I don't know. Do you guys want anything?
7: I'm okay, man. Just get me some narcotics. I'll be all right.
6: I... Uh, uh, I need to just have a meeting. At some point, if I could just have a Narcotics Anonymous meeting, that'd be great. So that's all I'm looking for. All
4: right, super guys, all of you. Um, let's talk a bit about your big night at the Pantages Theater on Saturday. Are you pumped or, or just sort of pumped? And uh, can I say this? Could you do like 10 seconds of Adam Sandler in honor of his uh, eight Razzie nominations? Uh
6: on sure. grown-ups too uh, for grown-ups too here we go
7: As I want to say that uh, it was great you know I had a lot of fun doing it uh, good good job Chris and spade and uh, Kevin and and doo do do
8: I'm
6: excited the show is actually it's Saturday night mm-hmm. a show that I booked six months ago mm-hmm. because I'm such a diehard Seahawks fan that I believed in my mind in my crazy mind that the uh, at this time, on January 19th, the day after the show, that the Seattle Seahawks would actually be playing a championship game at home in Seattle. And it was a big gamble that just paid off last Saturday. But I'm really ridiculous with my love for the Seahawks. In fact, in lieu of having professional comedians open the show, which I am having, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a beloved Seattle Seahawk, John Moffitt. Is going to do stand up comedy opening my show. He's never done stand up comedy before. Here, here. And he's opening my show at the Pages on Saturday night.
5: All right, super. So, so do you like getting the bus and follow the Seahawks around does that make you a hawkhead or something? No, I
6: uh, I book my shows uh, I I do pretty well on like I sell tickets on the road and what I do is I just I book I look at the schedule when it comes out and I go all right uh, I can be in Atlanta when they play in Atlanta. I do well over there I can be in Chicago when they get to Chicago. Mm-hmm. I can be in Indy. I do pretty well in Indy So I'll just route my shows in the cities where I do well um, around their schedule, which is just ridiculous. I've been to, like, every ballpark in the country. Sweet. My All priorities right. are totally out of whack.
4: All right, well, tell you what, um, we need to uh, ask you a couple questions off air before we get going here, so uh, let's cut to some music. Um, right now, I, th- I think it's something that uh, was well, from 1993. Uh, yeah, it's Throwback Thursday, so let's do this. Wow. And I think I'm going to let a lot uh, a quicker, faster, stronger version of myself handle the introduction. Let's do it. Where's the camera? Check it out. Get the camera off that naked guy. This is Go their ahead. CD. Let's just kick it, three people. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
9: The
1: Newman Show. Show.
4: Uh, 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 uh. Twerking. Someday I would love to teach others to twerk.
8: To have someone use me as a human bumper, but still in charge like Captain Kirk. And the women don't have to even be mildly hot, though that would be a nice perk. Just find a dance partner who will
10: do most of the work and not have them walk by me later and call me a jerk. Just because I often strip down to my speedo when I
4: begin to twerk, I am who I am, so please don't judge me. (laughs) ¶¶
3: Attention listeners, attention listeners, pick up the phone and call in on the Spudline.
2: Now that Joe has your attention, call or text the Spudline now at 253-242-3054. That's 253-242-3054.
3: Attention listeners, attention listeners, pick up that phone and call the Spudline. Pick up the phone and call in on the Spudline. Uh. <laughs> and
11: once again,
1: here's the chick. They are intelligent and highly trained.
4: Hey, Craig, I was wondering, have you ever used your impersonation skills to gain an edge over the competition competition with women? I mean, being George Clooney or Brad Pitt for a few minutes, it's going to score you points.
6: Uh, no, but uh, you know, there is the occasion a woman who says, uh, "Boy, if I could hear Al Pacino in bed, that would be hot." But I, I don't you know, yeah, I, no woman wants to have a guy behind him screaming at them like Kinnison going, come on, do it! You like that? Oh, oh! Jesus. They <laughs> no, one, no one seems to be into that, but um, uh, I don't know. Maybe. All
7: right. All right. Um, can, can I, I ask you a question? Yes. You guys are professional broadcasters. You make this look easy. Um Professional. He called us professional you guys about ba- you guys make a look at people think they can do this They can't do it like you guys can you got to be a professional. It takes some kind of skill
5: I only got one skill Tracy's not talking to us.
7: Um, I got uh, one skill. You know what my one skill is what is it? I like to open up the newspaper. I like to take out a shopping, I like to go to the comic section and I like to draw ding-dongs on people. That's my <laughs> one skill <laughs> All right. You know that that comic strip family circus, ooh, you know, Jeffy <laughs>
5: The one who gets lost all the time and has to follow the he's got a ghost line called
7: Not Me. Yeah, yeah. Well, Not Me's me. got a ding dong on him now. Hey, I got to ask you. Uh,
5: That's crazy.
7: Craig,
4: have you ever been on a show with the person you, you were impersonating, uh, and they didn't really care for it? I mean, have you ever done Howard Howard Stern?
6: Yeah, on, I've done on air on air. With him. Oh, done Howard's voice to him? No. I've done the show like uh, almost, I think like a hundred times, but I've never done, there's a guy who does an amazing uh, Howard Stern impression, John Melendez, Stuttering John, and whenever I hear somebody, he does an amazing uh, Howard Stern impression, and whenever I hear guys do really strong impressions, I just kind of back off of it. I'd rather do impressions of of people that nobody else does, Okay, you know, which is why I'm really embarrassed that I do a Christopher Walken impression, which I ended up having dinner with Christopher Walken. Uh, like 10 years ago and he hated me because uh, Richard Belzer we were doing a roast of Richard Belzer and Richard Belzer kept trying to get me to do my Christopher Walken impression for Christopher Walken and it was awkward and he kept going like all right Chris all right this is Craig he does an impression of you and I just kept staring at him going listen
7: I don't even know if this voice sounds like you at all but I what I try to do is I try to sound as weird as possible and every once in a while I say the word cowbell pow
6: and Walken looked at me went Wow, and then he went back to cutting his food. No, it's like oh, I'm sorry, man. Uh, he was not into it at all.
4: Okay, super. Um, when you're when you've been on Howard's show, I was just curious. Do you have any backstory on the guy that does Evil Dave? Uh, who yes. Is that? Who is
6: that? That is the weirdest motherfucker I've ever met in my life. His name is Dave Van Dam. He's from Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and he it's not an impression. Mm-hmm. His voice sounds like Dave Letterman's. He happens to be a huge Letterman fan, mm-hmm. um, kind of, um, what was that De Niro movie where he wanted to be the Tonight Show host? What was that, um, uh, where he was like a, De Niro was like a psychotic- um, Rupert Pumpkin, you know? Rupert Pumpkin, yeah. yes. Uh, and he, it, it's kind of like that where he wants to be Letterman and he studies him and he just, he's, he's not right. He's a weird guy. Have you ever heard any real blowback from
4: Dave at all? Has anybody ever, has that ever really traveled down to the show at all? To Letterman? No, I mean, yeah, from Letterman to the Stern Show. I mean, I know yeah, how. Aaron's I know that Letterman. Or...
6: I know that Letterman's creeped up. I am okay, uh-huh. uh, and I know that Letterman's been on the show, and he said, uh, "Yeah, I really don't want to meet that guy." But uh, yeah, it's it's um, people who do impressions are typically weird. I I I run into people who do impressions, and they're like competitive. Right? I don't know why they're competitive about it. I did a, a open mic once. This guy walked up to me, and he was like, "Hey, are you?" Uh... <clears throat> are you Craig guess?" and I go yeah and he goes you're the guy who does impressions and I go yeah and he goes I do impressions too and I go oh cool and he what's your favorite impression and he goes I do 754 impressions and I was like wow <laughs> alright
4: let's get wow. one of them start
6: yeah and he actually I asked him which one was his favorite and he pulled out a laminated list right of voices that he did it was yeah. It, it was the weirdest uh, thing. Guys who do impressions are just weird guys. Hey, okay.
4: speak, speaking of that, do you have a count, uh, an actual figure on who you, how many you do?
6: I don't. Right. I just voices get stuck in my head, and then I just and then I do I,
5: I do impressions. All right, let's hear it. it. It's Emerson Lake and Palmer. All right. Wee
4: wee 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 Okay. On that note, I think it's time for me to interview the band. I think uh, I think I'm ready for this. Uh, are you guys ready? All right. I have some questions for you. Uh, first of all, identify yourselves.
12: Uh, I'm Manjo.
8: I am Heath Jurgens. And I'm Barry Tyler Moore. And you're
12: Blanco nice. Bronco. That is correct.
4: All
6: right. Uh, Barry Tyler Moore. That's what I'm talking about.
4: Um, let me just say this. He's going to turn the world Can on. you give me your family tree? When was the band born? And uh, what uh, is the ancestral history?
12: Oh, boy.
6: It's uh, an ugly childhood. <laughs> yeah. Not a
5: very pretty birth. Were nuns involved. Okay.
12: <laughs> Tyler and I were in a band called Judo for the Blind before mm-hmm. this actually happened. And... Uh, Judith from the blind had a lot of people that you know Tacoma folks that you might know might not know but uh we ended up uh splitting up and not really doing much with that and then tyler and i were still kind of left over from that band and we happened to meet uh um john through uh a band that you know the uh effing eagles so
4: oh yes great band King yeah, Eagles. King yeah
12: so they introduced us and uh and we met that 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 night that they first played at the Java Jive, actually, I think.
4: Okay, super. Um, So, uh i got to ask you quickly, favorite correspondent on 60 Minutes? Um, you have about a buttload of choices, they have a larger roster
6: than maybe an NBA team.
12: <laughs> I haven't watched 60 Minutes in a while. Alright, super, moving on. <laughs> hey, does, does,
4: Gene, does Gene Simmons Leslie. have a question for the band?
6: Yeah, actually, uh, this is going to be really awkward, and I'm, I'm sorry about this, but Gene is actually listening to the show right now on an ISDN line from the KISS headquarters. Can you guys hear? Can you get your head headsets on? Oh yeah. Got Can it, you man.
13: hear me? Are you there?
6: Yeah, we. We're, hi, we're, Gene. Hi Gene, we're nice here. to see you.
13: Is this the band?
12: This is the band, yes.
13: All right, so I have a bone to pick with you guys. (laughs) Uh, Clearly, look, everybody steals from Kiss. You know that, I know that, everybody knows that. But I think what you guys are doing is going a little too far. You take what Kiss has created, and you're not putting your own stamp on it. I'll give you a perfect example. Name one song, an original song, that you are proud of, that you think is the greatest representation (laughs) of who you are. Uh, Any song.
12: Gee. I'd have to say Cold.
13: Cold. That's by Blanco Bronco. Your greatest song is Cold. Mm-hmm. That's a great song. And I liked it a lot better the first time I heard it when it was called <laughs> Cold Gin. Think about it.
4: <laughs> all right, guys. Did you hear that? I did. Uh, well, how about, how about giving us some damn
13: music? Uh, and by the way, before they play their first song, I just yes. want to say Blanco Bronco is one of the greatest bands of all time. If you want to get their, their music... It's a little more expensive, but you can go to KissOnline.com and you can pay forty nine ninety five for each track. But go ahead and play. What's going to be our first song? Uh, Masquerade. Masquerade, which I like better when it was called Psycho Circus. But here we go. <laughs>
0: Masquerade Show me your hip parade Show me your maximum range Why do you want when I call? When right back in your cage? Why do you walk when I sleep? Yeah. Whether you're right or you're left Show me the rise in yourself I'm frontal side Why do you walk when I go When I slide right i back in your game Why do you walk when I say you? Yeah?
2: Up. This is the Spud Goodman Radio Show. Okay, coming out of this, what? Are we-
11: I can't believe I let you talk me into this.
3: So hungry. I'm so hungry.
11: I can't believe I let you talk me into this. so hungry I can't believe I can't believe I like I can't believe I can't believe I let you talk me into this I'm so, I'm so, I'm so I'm
3: so hungry
2: Once again here are your hosts Spud Goodman and Chick Hunter
5: Spud, Spud, we have Mark Arm on the radio right now. Super. Hey, hey, uh, uh, well, let me
4: confirm this, all right? Am I speaking with uh, Mark Arm of the legendary Seattle band Mudhoney right now?
14: Oh, well, you're speaking to Mark Arm. I'm not sure how legendary we are, but we are a band.
4: Well, I'm <laughs> using that term, okay? I'll, I'll I was right. That. Yay, I win. Okay, well, welcome to the show. Uh, we wanted to catch you before the band headed out uh, you know, on tour in support of your record, Vanishing Point. I, I heard you guys are going to rack up some major frequent flyer miles again with this one. So where are you headed?
14: Uh, Australia and New Zealand.
4: Whoa.
5: That's Whoa. south, so it's hot down there right now. They did the right thing.
4: I don't really know if that's an accurate assessment. Geo- geographically, Google that and get back to me later in the interview, please. I'll look it up.
14: I should probably it is south and hot. Okay, super, super. <laughs>
4: that's good for you. Not so much for us, but yeah, look, um, I should probably ask for a quick rundown of your bandmates' names and their birth signs for those who are not aware. I mean, I'm now on record guessing Steve Turner is a Libra.
14: Uh he was born in March. I'm not sure what that makes him. No,
4: nah, he's uh, so not a Libra. Then, like I actually pretend like I know what I'm talking that about. That was with good, this stuff. though. Yeah. So uh, he sold it. What are the rest of the bandmate,
14: bandmates' names? Uh, uh, Guy Madison is a bass player, mm-hmm. and he is also born in March. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that makes him. Not a Libra. Um, and uh, Dan Peters is born in August, and he is a Leo.
4: Oh, super. And Matt yeah.
14: Lucan, our original bass player, was also a Leo.
4: Whoa. There's some sort. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. Um,. Well, Mark, you and the band were right in the middle of the historic era of Seattle rock The world is so familiar with Um, We had Bruce Pavitt, co-founder of Sub Pop Records on recently And he did a great job of detailing it all for us But I was wondering, was there a time when you were on that infamous tour with Tad Nirvana? Uh, He wrote about in his book, did you ever dream someday that you would have an ice cream flavor produced in your honor? For real, it's available at Full Tilt Ice Cream in Seattle I mean, screw the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I can't think of a cooler honor
14: Mm -hmm. You know, um, our whole goal from the get-go was to get, like, uh, foodstuffs named after us. And uh, ice cream being one of the most fun foods. Absolutely. uh, You know, we finally feel like we can retire now.
4: Absolutely. Um, (sighs) And on an an additional food-related note, uh, what is the band's favorite snack on tour? Funyuns, corn nuts, sweet tarts, what are we talking about?
14: Uh, Brownies and chocolate.
4: Oh, okay, Mm -hmm. super.
14: Touch me, I'm sick. Chips.
4: There you go, all right. Um... So, what's your take on zombies in our society these days? Overdone or just right?
14: (laughs) Um, I don't really pay too much attention to zombies. I watched The Walking Dead for a little bit, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know.
4: Just right, maybe.
14: Sure, just right. All right, there you go, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to be careful if you're out after midnight. Yeah,
4: okay, so Mud Honey has a documentary Do out Do zombies
14: now. only come out after midnight? I thought they just swore around all the time. Yeah, it you got
4: e- werewolves, dude. But you can't you see can't them. You can't just cross the genres, and that is not right. I'm so So confused. stay out of this. Stay out Get of this. Get
14: into vampire territory.
4: Yes, he just did that. And that's that's just not acceptable. All right, hey, <sighs> Mudhoney has a documentary out now that is available online at www.mudhoneymovie.com. What can my listeners discover on this that they might not not now be aware of like is Dan Peters afraid of clowns or is Guy Madison lactose intolerant what, what can we learn from this
14: um, <laughs> I don't know if you'll really learn anything okay. uh, but it, 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 it you know, it's hard for me to like kind of uh, um, you know get where you uh, It's hard for me to think like I've learned anything by watching it because I was there the whole time. So I'm not quite sure what people know or what they don't know. But they're going to get freaking
4: entertained. I know that for a fact.
14: And it can also, uh, like, it's available on DVD, so you don't have to just stream it online. You can... uh, Both. Actually. Both. Purchase a physical thing.
4: All right, super. That's a good thing. Okay, um for those who may have never attended a Mudhoney show, and I don't, there might be a couple people out there in, in, in this yeah, part of the region.
14: Yeah, there's probably only a few people out there who've, who've never seen us.
4: Correct. <laughs> um, so, can I speak for the band and say that ticket prices that you, when you do perform, are under $2,500 a piece? Um, because that seems Oh, they're to be, well under that. Okay, because that seems to be kind of the going rate for all the other great all-time bands, you know, and your ticket prices are pretty darn reasonable. Any clue, oh, yeah. Any clue, though, why they say, the Stones and a few others charge more than you know, for a ticket that most people take home in a what do you think's going on with that?
14: Oh, I think they just want to make as much money as possible.
4: <laughs> Write that down, okay. chick.
14: As much as possible. I, th- I think I think that's simple.
4: Okay, all right. I guess it is, actually. The, the
14: amazing thing to me is that anyone will pay that amount of money to see the Rolling Stones, especially now. Like, for that price, you should be able to time travel and see them when they were great. Ooh. What? That's actually... Burn, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that will be Burn out. on the people who are buying the tickets and on the Rolling Stones.
4: That's picked up nationwide <laughs> on the wire services, let me tell you. Um, I, I, I can't figure that one out. I, I just uh, Anyway, and I don't know where it's ending. I mean, uh, pretty much, you, what, you'd take a second mortgage out or something? I want I them to come know. to
5: my house. and Kill the
4: kid's child college fund anyway all right what's been their most memorable moment for mud honey to this point what do you think I know there's tons and tons of but could you just pull out one story
14: uh- i think the best tour that we were ever on was in australia in 93 because we were touring with uh, nick cave and the bad seeds iggy pop sonic youth um a a band called the beast Suburban, and uh the hard-ons with jerry a from poison idea singing and that was just a super super fun tour
4: now are are you doing when you're over in australia are you doing festivals or or is there something big going on over there
14: yeah, there's a, a festival called The Big Day Out that we're playing. Oh, wow, wow. Um, and we're also doing a couple of uh, club shows while we're there.
5: How long will you be there?
14: Uh, uh, three weeks.
5: Okay, super. Maybe they're going to play some bar... Barbecues. I don't. They call them barbies. So did, barbies. Yeah. We'll have
14: some barbies. Shrimp. Right, super. Um,
4: <laughs> what? Do, what do you think? Are, uh, at this point, you guys have pretty much done everything. Um, I, I won't. I won't bore you with a litany of everything. I mean, I mean, I mean. The, the history is is uh, very well known in this region. We're also, by the way, I guess should say say hello to our listeners in uh, Fort Myers, Florida, and in El Paso, Texas, and a couple places. But uh, th- if they haven't had a chance to catch you live, you guys are going to continue to tour the U.S., correct?
14: Uh, Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we'll make it to Fort Myers, Florida. Well, all right, so we've never played El Paso either.
4: (laughs) Well, there's a first. There's a first for everything.
14: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, super. Um, Yeah, we tried to play there once uh, on tour with Sonic Youth and we didn't quite make it. Uh, Like we had van trouble.
4: Van trouble, all right. It's always a van. I hate that when it happens. Um, Well, what are the long-term goals of the band at this point? What do you think?
14: Uh, Long-term goals of the band? Yes. We don't have it. And that's kind of the key, isn't <laughs> we're, it? We're, we're, su- we're surprised that we're still around. And I, I,
4: I guess that, yeah, I guess there's, that's, yeah, I guess that's maybe the better way to say it. So, and a, a chicken eye, would you not, would you, would you not cop to that too? Because we, we had no long-term goals after about seven months. Still so, don't. we have no clue why we're still doing this. Um, Okay. I know you have to start packing for, for the tour, so I'm going to let you go now, but one tip from one world traveler to another, stock up on the Pepto-Bismol. I mean, it has miraculous. Yeah, I was
14: just going to try to bring that up somehow and I can't couldn't figure it out, but I'm glad you did.
4: Yeah. I mean, it has miraculous healing powers. That's just for me to you and it doesn't need to go any further
14: also carry a fleece water
4: fleece water' and swatter. warm socks okay i don't know if he needs that over there but i guess he needs to be prepared all it's right. cold at night super all right well uh well mark i just want to thank you very much for squeezing us in um in between packing underwear and socks and everything in the suitcase so uh could somewhere down the road could we ever check back with you sometime
14: sure sure
4: you're not going to change your number
14: Oh, uh, I might change my number, but I'll let you know what it is.
4: All right, very cool. All right, Mr. Mark Arm of the amazing band Mud Honey, thank you so much.
14: Uh, Thank you, Spud. Well, I don't got what you want, and I don't get what you think. Better back off, back off, back off, baby. You'll get dumb.
2: The Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter will return in just a moment.
1: And once again, here's Spud and Chick. And once again, here's Bud and Chick. And once again, here's Bud and Chick. Hey, uh, Craig, uh,
4: how you doing, by the way? Do doing you need anything like maybe a slightly chilled glass of red wine from a highly respected local winery or, or a fresh fruit dish? How about that? No, I'm actually, uh, I'm very low maintenance. I'm good.
5: What about me, Spud? I could use something.
4: Yeah. Hey, could you get Craig a warm towel? He, he might want to freshen up when the band plays w- warm again. Warm
5: towel? Well, there's a couple of old towels by the door that we use to like mop up the water when it leaks right? Hey, hey,
4: Craig, what, what's in your rider when you're performing at the Pantages this Saturday night? Are you going to make them fly in something from like Europe? Or are you going to go with like 200 or ar- aromatic candles in the dressing room? Or, I don't know, a certain motif. Something like a Roman Coliseum vibe.
6: Just bottled water and uh, eight ball of cocaine.
4: Okay, all right.
5: Okay, so, so, so do you have any more of those chocolate chip cookies left? I'm, I'm kind of hungry. I no,
4: didn't... no. Those are, those no, are a gift but, to Craig. And his people, his what staff about? need to
5: be fed too. What? You know, you should have eaten
4: before you came down to the studio tonight. You're aware your meals are not built into the show's budget. I didn't have any money. Just one cookie. No, I, I'll see if there's any left when we're done here. Hey, Craig, uh, your opening act, John Moffat. How'd that come about?
6: Well, I'm a huge, diehard Seahawks fan, and I would watch these videos called the Real Rob Report last year. Mm-hmm. John Moffat shined in those reports. He was so entertaining, so likable. And I called in to some friends of mine who were doing a radio show up in Seattle. And uh, I was in Atlanta where the Seahawks were playing. Right. I was doing a show in Atlanta where the Seahawks were playing. And I called in and said, hey, John, my name's Craig Gass. I'm going to be doing a huge show in Tacoma at the Pantages Theater in January. And I want to ask you a question. You don't have to say anything right now, but I think you're a very funny guy. And if you'd be interested, I'd like to collaborate with some material. And I think you could do stand-up comedy. And before I even finished the sentence, he said, yeah, what, dude. Whatever it is, yes, let's do it. I'm into it. And I said, all right. That's all it took. That's all it took. And it's happening. And it's... he's, he's going to be my opening act. At the... I already talked about the Seahawks for at least a half hour as it is and how much I love the Seahawks. And now I have one of my favorite Seahawks doing the show with me at the Pantages. Super. this is Saturday night.
5: Yeah, at the Pantages. We have a caller on the line. Uh-oh. I think it's your mother, so you better take it. Really? Oh. Hey, oh, hey, boy. hey,
6: Craig, can you maybe do
5: some like Al Pacino for
4: my mom? She's always oh, had this big yeah. crush on this guy. Sure. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, what? 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 What if she's listening to something? She the never show listens day? to my show. You know that. It's oh, gonna be right. too easy. <laughs> what was I thinking? Um, hey, Craig, don't play with her too much. You know because I, I got to tell you, if, if you tell her like go meet you at a Red Lion Inn up by the airport or something, she's gonna be in her car in like five seconds. So just be be gentle. <laughs> Talk to any band. Is your mom, mom hot? Ah, uh, well, I would really rather not <laughs> answer that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Mom, are uh, are you there? Why are you calling? I
11: can't, I- Hi, hi, darling. I know. I just want to remind you uh, as to we come over. So uh, you're so forgetful these days. You know, your father never had memory issues.
4: Hey, I, <laughs> I will be there to take out the recycling. Don't worry about it, okay? Um, hey, I got to say, I I'm pretty excited about tonight. We have somebody in the studio that, uh, well, let's just say that he's one of your favorites. Uh,
11: you have Ed Hume, Claudine star on again? I sure wish you had told me as I would have come down tonight. I have so many questions about slugs.
4: No, Mom. I love that as much as anyone, but this is bigger, or at least as big. Let me tell you. How about your favorite actor in the world, Al Pacino? <laughs>
11: this studio I'm with you tonight. Are you kidding me? Tell me this is a joke.
4: Hey, I'll let Al speak to you, Mom. But understand, he's very busy. He stopped by tonight to promote his like one-man show at the Pantages on in, on Saturday night. Yeah. So just just make it brief.
11: I never saw that in the papers. Oh my God! Come on, right now.
7: Sephora, Sephora, how beautiful oh, you oh, seem!
11: I have loved all of your movies except maybe Cruising. I didn't get that one. How are we been down? Maybe we could meet for a drink or something.
7: Nothing would make this old man happier than that.
11: Oh, Al, I've always wondered if you were in love with Diane Keaton or was it just a fling?
7: Diane Keaton is a dummy. You, my friend, (laughs) are a beautiful flower. Did you really... All
4: right, Mom, he's he's really busy. Is there anything else you
9: got?
11: Well, uh, all I want you to know... Al, I am your biggest fan First And will remember this night forever Do you think you could autograph A piece of clothing A t-shirt, briefs, or whatever And now that I know That you'll be in Tacoma At the Pantages on Saturday I'm going to come backstage And get whatever item you have for me I love it
7: How about this Pantages, Saturday night The big show with Craig and John Moffitt, you come down, be my date, and bring a shoehorn, me and you, after the show. Uh,
11: I can hardly wait.
7: Is that to get in or out, the shoehorn? The shoehorn is just, yeah, it's just uh, makes it easier to fit.
4: All right, well. super. Okay, uh, Mom, you'd think her hormones would be kind of cooled down at this age, but, you know, what can I say?
6: God bless her.
4: Alright.
10: all
6: right, uh, all right for we're, her. We're going to be back we'll in a we We'll see second. her at the uh, Pantages on Saturday. on Saturday.
10: Do not go away. I am embarrassed and humiliated by the conduct of some of the people on my team. On my team. On my team. Of some of the people. Of some of the people. I am embarrassed and humiliated, and I thank them to consider my apology on behalf of this government, on behalf of this government. I have have, have 65,000 people working for me every day, working for me, working for me, working for me, and I cannot know what each one of them is doing, ones that I agree with and ones that I disagree with. The political overtones, the political overtones, the political overtones, I have 65,000 people working for me every day, but that doesn't matter. But that doesn't matter. But that doesn't matter. But that doesn't matter. And that's why I took this action.
12: Governor, um, beyond the apology and
4: the terminations that you've announced, um, what other steps, concrete steps, do
5: you plan to take? <coughs> because in the past, we had some rather nasty words.
10: To- yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, well, I, and I apologize for that this morning, because I was being led to believe. Yeah, well, I, yeah, well, I, I yeah, well, I, I, I was being led to believe. And so, you know, and, and let's, be, let's be fair, you know, and let's be fair. And so, you know, and, but I was wrong. Um, and, uh, you know, you know uh, uh, of course, of course, uh, let's be fair. I found this out, and when, when you find that out, what do you do? I found this out, and when, when you find that out, the test of leadership is, what do you do? The test of leadership is, the test of leadership is, that's pretty swift action. And that's exactly the way I'll continue to conduct myself. And I apologize for that. Um, there's gonna be some crisis in confidence. And um, of course, there's always gonna be some after something like this where you've been lied to. And so, you know, and, and let's, be, let's be fair, you know, and you're, then you're just stupid. You're, then you're just stupid. You can't prevent everything. You can't prevent everything. But the test of leadership is, when you find it out, what do you do? And I'm saddened to have to do this.
5: You can't prevent everything.
2: Once again, here are your hosts, Spud Goodman and Chick Hunter.
5: Uh, Spud, you're going to want to take this call, and I swear to God, it is not your mother. Hey, Super, is, is this uh, David Keckner on the line? Hi,
1: son. How are you? Oh, maybe it is. Well,
4: I, I'm i doing pretty good. Hey, with me is my longtime. Oh, th- honey. With me is my longtime co-host, Mr. Chick Hunter, and our special <laughs>
7: guest for the evening, Mr. Yeah. Tracy Morgan. Hey, what's happening, baby? Is this David? Uh, yeah. Is it really Tracy? Yeah. What's happening, baby? How you doing? Oh, I'm good, man. How are you? I love David Catcher. This is my man right here. I love this man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, love me from David Kasdan. Hey, uh,
4: I got to tell you, David, I've, I've been a fan for a long time uh, in your stuff with with uh, Dave Allen and uh, the Naked Trucker and T-Bone show. I mean, yeah. that was killer. I'm a fan, all right? Yeah. Right on. Thank you. All right. Um, so you're going to be appearing in Seattle on January 18th at the Neptune Theater. Tickets are still available. What will my listeners find at, when they attend your show? Will there be dancing bears on stage?
8: Yes. Panic!
4: Super. There has uh, to we're be gonna, I,
8: I would bring. A, here's what I'd do. I'd bring a life jacket because we're gonna fill the arena with water, yeah. and it's gonna be deep. So I don't know how long you can you can. Uh you can tread water, folks, or because you can't swim to the sides. It's just gonna be a deep pit, and there's no way of getting out.
7: My man loves some danger. That's right. <laughs> hey, uh, as you appear on, you know, on, on one of the
4: biggest comedies of the year, obviously maybe the biggest in the country, uh, as uh, Champ Kind in Anchorman Two, is it tough for you to hit the mall these days? I mean, I mean, you know, you've been in a ton of movies and TV shows. In fact, I really dug you last week on Justified, but uh, those two Anchorman movies have kind of blown your chance to go anywhere incognito, does it? Has it not?
8: Well, incognito, but people generally leave you alone. They'll, you know, uh, give you a quiet whammy or go, hey, or whatever. But generally, people don't bother you. Airports are the place where I, it feels like there's a different uh, set of rules. Like, in, if you watch people in airports, they feel because it's such a uh, transient interaction, they can stop you and take a picture, and then that's when it kind of gets uh, a little awkward because then that uh, line forms.
4: Yeah. Um, You know, I... So I'd have to say pretty much you've done just about all the cool things that you could possibly do. I mean, you open for Tenacious D. Correct? Is that correct?
8: Uh, yes. Well, we did a, a benefit at the uh, House of Blues a number of years ago. All
9: um,
8: right. With uh, with Tenacious D and Oh, um, uh, my God, why is it slipping my mind? Dangerous. Well, out. you uh, know, spinal tap. Spinal
4: tap. Oh, oh yeah, that was. Tap.
8: That, yeah, I think yeah. that's, uh, that's now, memorable. a couple times. A couple times, Tenacious D de- opened for us. Oh, um, excuse me. Uh, under a different, under a different moniker, when we did the Make a Trucker Show, they would sometimes open for us as um, um, standing ovations. What they call it themselves. All right. Yeah, we were all kind of do it working the same scene at the time. This would have been in the uh, late '90s.
4: Oh, I remember those. Early, I remember that time. Early 2000s, yeah. Okay, 90s. Um, I remember. 80s. Well, leading I'm not me sure to where I'm trying to go here. Was there anything? You've know, done a lot of cool things, but have you had to do anything that sucked? Like maybe a commercial for Preparation H or being a Chuck Norris movie? Have you done anything that's been horrible?
11: <laughs> Why don't you
8: check out my resume? Okay. <laughs> We've all done things that are horrible. And you make horrible. your judgment then you make your judgment because I'm not going to call anything horrible. I would hope there's redeeming value in anything you do, but sometimes you might be compelled to take a job because you need the money. I do have five kids, so oh, yes. daddy has got to earn.
7: Yes, uh, yeah, I've been in a couple pornos I'm not proud of. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, hey, uh, so when bad, you played Tracy.
4: Todd Todd Packer on The Office, did you get much fan mail from the male fans that were pissed you didn't credit them <laughs> as inspiration behind the character? Because he was kind of like a major uh, douche. What you, do you think? If there was...
8: If there was fan mail going to NBC, they never forwarded it to me. If okay. there was if there was Todd Packer fan mail, and that's interesting that you'd say that. I have not gotten Todd Packer fan mail personally, but I wonder if NBC got stuff addressed to Packer. It never came to me.
4: Well, we're going we might check that out on your behalf. Um, hey, as you continue to do stand-up comedy, do you still have to deal with occasionally bombing or does does your status star status, excuse me, basically insulate you from the highs and lows of stand-up? Here's where I'm getting at with this because, you yeah. know, is it for you is it like going up against the Washington Generals every night? I mean, is there still a risk of failure because that's what I find uh, exciting about stand-up comedy? Is that, that chance of bombing?
8: Well, uh, I guess, but to me, I've, I've been doing live entertainment for 25 years, yeah. so I feel like I have can weather whatever storm comes my way. I haven't run into a situation where the act doesn't work, but if it's not working, I would hope that I could just throw it all away and go, okay, folks, let's find some common ground. We're not leaving till people laugh. All
7: right you got to try to throw in a curveball, do some improv or something. People don't understand. It ain't like a music show. Sometimes it doesn't work. You ain't going to see Bell, Biv, or DeVoe tonight. We're going to try to do this. We're going to try to make some entertainment happen. Um, Hey, uh, is is Will Ferrell always in
4: character uh, during a film? Was he like Ron Burgundy 24-7, The Method thing? Or or what was it like? Well,
8: Tracy, you worked with Will a number of years.
7: I love Will. Will's my man. I'm trying yeah. to get Will to be in the next porno I'm filming. I'm making a movie called "Man in Back." Man in back. back. Yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's a sequel to how Stella got her throat packed. Man oh my! Back.
8: That sounds like a that sounds like a uh, an action packed uh, movie there, T. It is. Um,
4: oh my is right, uh, David. Uh, hey, your most memorable moment away from showbiz? What do you think?
8: I guess uh, my kids. Yeah, having the yeah having the children. How okay. old are they? Uh, Charlie's fourteen, Margaret's twelve, Sergeant or seven, Eva's just turned three. Damn. It's good you knew all that.
15: Too. So
4: uh, my man is working. Yeah, I bet you are definitely. Well, David, um, tell me, uh, can you identify any short-term goals you have in say in the next uh, seventy-two to uh, one hundred and twenty
8: hours? Uh, killing it in Seattle. There you yeah. go. There you go. There that's you go. That's my man. Okay, that's my man. Hey, it's right. gonna be a football Watching, game. Watch- watching the Seahawks beat the
4: 49ers. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you. I was going to tell you, just like stay over Sunday, order room service, kick back in the room and watch him, you know, kick the 49ers'
7: ass. Marshawn's going to do it. Marshawn's going to do it. I know that man has seen some things nobody wants to see. He's seen some ghetto stuff. I once saw a crack whore Gee, I saw her breastfeed a street rat on a subway car. That's All the right. kind of stuff that Marshawn see. All right, super. Well, Mr. David Keckner again will be appearing at the Neptune
4: Theater in Seattle, Washington on January 18th. Thank you again for calling in. I you know, uh, hopefully uh, we can talk to you again sometime. Would that be possible? I would love it. Oh, that's that's yeah. very cool. I'm. I write that oh, down. I hey, you write that He's,
7: down. Yeah, okay. He can't. Maybe, we, he maybe, cannot uh,
8: back out. Maybe maybe Tracy could do a Dave Ketcher impression.
7: I'd love to. Tell me. <laughs> give, give me some lines. Tell me what I can do to work on that. Uh, anything from Anchorman T. All right, I'm gonna go home and study some tapes. All right, yeah. uh,
4: David. I know you got stuff to do, and if you're <laughs> not, you got to put the kids to bed, right? So you take it easy, so. and
8: uh, hopefully we'll see you in Seattle. All right. Right on. I hope I hope you did if we, see, if we meet each other there, please remind me. All right.
4: All, all right. right. Thank you so much. I love you, David. Outstanding. Love you too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye right, bye. All right. Once again, uh, it's time for Blanco Bronco. Let's do this.
0: a dance, here to stay, built to play Well, let me kiss you just once, somewhere Wanna come and have a fight, here tonight Yet it's right, well, let me kiss you just once, somewhere And it's fine, well, let me you kiss you just one.
5: We, we have a caller on the lines holding, and you know what? It's a woman.
4: Do, do you have a name? Uh, it better not be the stalker lady. I, you know, someone, I don't know fun. if it was her, left a stuffed animal burning on my doorstep Saturday night. It was on, well, it wasn't really on fire, okay, but it was still smoldering set off my smoke alarms. Oh, yeah, well, on one side, it's
5: definitely not her. Should I put
4: it through? Yeah, I don't know, whatever. Let's do it. we out of time. who, who you, Hello? Hello?
16: Am I, am I speaking with Spud? Hello. Yeah, uh, ha- yeah, yeah, yeah. How Spud.
4: is your day going? Uh, my day—it's actually small. Kinda, I'm kind of a little nice. frazzled right now. What's what's going on? What can I do for you?
16: Um, well, we spoke a few weeks ago. Um, I have a, I had a hard time getting through, but uh, I was trying to interest you in maybe meeting me and learning more about our church. Hey, you, oh yeah, you yeah,
4: you're the lady from the Scientology Church. You guys aren't really a church, though, right? I mean, you don't you don't either. have mass or, or temple on Sundays, which was probably a good move, especially with you know, at least to, to the Super Bowl. Hey, I got somebody in here that you might want to talk to. Um, you guys like celebrities, right? Well, uh, how, how's Tom Arnold's son? You want to talk to him? He's he's hanging out with us. Uh, Tom
16: Arnold is in your studio tonight. Whoa, I should have checked out tonight. Uh, show on TuneIn. Well, of course, we'd, we'd be very interested in meeting with him. Could you could could you put him on the air, please?
6: Hey, hey, what's going on there, Scientology
16: lady? It's Tom Arnold. How are you? Oh, hi, Tom. How are you?
6: I'm doing great. How about you?
16: Fine. Um, I'm really excited to talk to you. I was wondering if maybe uh, we could, you know, perhaps get together soon.
6: Well. Here- Here's the thing: is uh, I'm I'm in rehab right now. I've been uh, I've been clean and sober now for 12 years, and if I get together with a woman, it's uh, it's it's what we call a trigger point, and I can end up freebasing in the parking lot of Target in my underwear uh, before the night's over.
16: Well, we have we have a lot of members that um, are of the male stature that could meet with you. Be happy to meet with you if you're in town for a while, or even come down and see you in LA.
6: Yeah, and, and, well, that's the other thing. Is I also have a, a thing about dudes too. I, I, uh, I don't. It's it's kind of like hanging out with guys is a trigger point. Hanging out with girls is a trigger point, and uh, and so is uh, uh, talking about cartoons. I don't know why, but, hmm. but, but those are just trigger points for me. Yeah. All right, well, so, sure. so, so, so I, I, maybe
5: you? maybe I could meet the Scientology All the people. Problem. No, they you're not. I, I told they you they're can, not interested in co-hosts. But maybe can, if you make America's Got uh, Talent this year, maybe they'll be interested. Yeah. Well, uh, give me back my cell phone now. That was a hit. Um.
16: Yeah. So let me ask you: Are you happy? Am I happy? Yeah. Are you happy? Because we can, we can protect you from suppressive influences that prevent all of us from crossing a bridge to total freedom. Yeah. Tom, don't be a pussy. Sign up. I mean, hey, uh, what would we have to do? Tied like forty percent? Toll booth does well, that. Well, that, that's a personal decision. But what's the price of freedom? Of happiness? Yeah. All right.
6: Well, here's the, okay. You know what? You bring up a really good point. I was at a cocaine anonymous meeting last night with Brett Favre, and I probably shouldn't say that out loud. But uh, he's 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 anonymous, and whatever. And Brett, uh, Bob Costas is a sponsor, and, and again, I shouldn't be saying that out loud. Bob Costas is addicted to horrors. Anyways, so uh, but I was talking to him, and maybe maybe we could have some kind of conversation.
16: That would
6: be awesome. Are you in town for a while? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, where where are you staying? At? Where are you at? I'm, well, I'm actually going to had- be. I'm going to be at the Pantages Theater on Saturday night. I'm not performing. I'm going to be uh, conducting a, a meeting out in the lobby with some other people. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, afterwards, afterwards
4: would be great. Hey, hey, can you guys get a room here? You know, uh, hang up on her. Hey, we got. I got a. Uh, call that pizza and I ordered it. anyway it's more important than that if, if we really really want to no, we don't want to do that do we do we don't want to do that never mind anyway all right, all right tell you what uh, right now I think uh, it's time to wrap this show up what do you think let's it, get let's get get this I, I want the pizza yeah did you guys I can order the freaking pizza T- Derek did you order the pizza
5: He's got pizza Fine. sauce on his okay, face. Okay, uh,
4: that's going to about do it. Uh, Craig, I got to tell you, uh, I certainly enjoyed myself tonight. It was an honor and honor for us to, to have you with us tonight.
6: It was fun, man. I'm looking forward to the show on Saturday night. Tacoma, It's it's been a long time coming. It's been six years since I was at the Paramount opening for Norm MacDonald, and I'm excited to come back. It's going to be a a wonderful, wonderful night on Saturday night at the Pantages Theater in Tacoma.
4: Could I ask, are tickets still available?
6: Uh, There are. uh, The floor is sold out. They've got seats in the balcony, but there are still tickets available. John Moffitt, a Seattle Seahawk favorite, is going to open the show on Saturday night. Tickets are at BroadwayCenter.org. That's BroadwayCenter.org. And if you want to see some really fucked up pictures... Go to Facebook.com slash I Love Gas. I Love Gas with two S's, and you'll see some weird, weird celebrity pictures, including me crying with Matt Hasselbeck, and that's got a long story. Crying's
5: too. good. Uh, yeah,
6: I got a little over-emotion. Do you think it it's it safe it. for
5: me to eat that last chocolate chip cookie um, I mean, over there? No, that's
6: for Craig's
4: it. driver. He but, might get hungry on the no, way back. No, all right, no. okay, this is Spud Goodman. Sure, be okay. all you can be, and I mean that. God bless and adios. Uh, so, Craig, next time, uh, you, you know, maybe you're in the area, we could go play some paintball or something. Sure? I'd love to go paintballing with you guys. Yeah, well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right, once again, here is Blanco Bronco.
9: Yeah!
2: Show with Chick Hunter. A program composed almost entirely of post-consumer waste ones and zeros. The show is written and directed by Spud Goodman. Produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Original music by Michael Spots and Tom Harmon. Executive producer is Laurie Madsen. And associate producer is Derek Schneider. Live music production and broadcast engineering by On One at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Musical commentaries by the folk singers in hell. Check out Spud's TV stuff on YouTube. His radio stuff on iTunes, NWCZ, or spudgoodman.com, and follow Spud on all types of social media. Believe me, he's finally getting the hang of this stuff. Copyright 2014 Spud Goodman Productions. Join us again next week for another exercise in synergy through stakeholder teaming on the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter. To the Spud Goodman post-show report, we will now perform an autopsy of tonight's episode. Here is your host, Ivy Quinn.
17: Hi, everyone. I'm Ivy Quinn, and welcome to what I'm calling the hard launch of the Spud Goodman post-show report. If you were listening last week, you heard us do sort of a uh, soft launch. Uh, Let's just say that the only redeeming feature was having the hard count perform. And I have to say honestly that they were complete studs and they were for real balls out cool. So I'm really looking forward to Blanco Bronco and want to give them a huge thanks in advance for sticking around just so you know, I'll probably be creating a Facebook page this week because I think the show needs to start establishing its own identity. If only for legal purposes, I don't want Spud going down for anything stupid that I do. It's also, pos- it's also possible that I might even start tweeting. Hashtag really? In the meantime, you can reach me at ivy at spudgoodman.com or you can text me at 253 242 that number again is 253-242-3054 my panel and i will be awarding a spud goodman show t-shirt to whomever we deem to have e- emailed or texted most awesomely so blanco bronco will play for us in a little bit But first, we're going to be going to a couple of songs that have played on Spud's show before. And the first is managed by his lovely mother, Sephola. They'll be performing at the New Frontier on February 8th. So here is the Cody Foster Army with Fortunate Son. And then we'll hear the F-Holes with Hot Mess live. Enjoy. (laughs) back and uh, I'm really looking forward to getting to know uh, Blanco Bronco a little bit better and so can you reintroduce yourselves in case we've got some new people tuning in just
12: sure uh, I'm Manjo,
18: Barry Tyler Moore Heath you can call me Nadzi. Jurgens
12: all of those now oh Nadzi.
6: oh Nadzi. oh Nadzi. okay
17: okay well we want to know how did things go tonight did you enjoy playing was it fun
12: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, totally. Tremendous. It's a dream come true.
17: Is it weird having a studio-type smaller audience? Do you like having a bigger crowd a little bit better? Mm
12: -hmm. I like the more intimate, actually, to tell you the truth. Okay. It's just like practice. Yeah. So, like, is your
17: your ideal audience, like, one guy just sitting there with a tear? We've done that, and then he he left. Did he have one tear going down his cheek very slowly?
12: Very emotional He had one beer coming out of his pants. (laughs) Oh, well, it's a good thing he left.
17: <laughs> so is there anything you didn't like tonight? It's okay. I don't think Spud's listening.
12: Not at all. Um, it's just uh, tough being around real pros like you guys, honestly. I'm signal blind, so when you're giving me those signals, I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking... I don't know what you guys are telling me to do.
17: do you, uh, you can, you can, you can have you. some input. This is a free sharing space. <laughs>
5: you got it. It looks like that guy Come the Nelson Mand- Mandela funeral. So (laughs) they can't
18: can't hear your hand signals. Oh, I thought this This is radio. I thought this was filmed.
17: Well, what what song are you going to play for us? And is there any backstory?
12: There is no backstory to anything we actually play. Uh, We're going to play a song called I Am. It's rather, I guess, uh, midi-emotional range. But there's no real song or there's no real backstory to it.
17: So all of your songs are written devoid of feeling and connection to humanity.
12: And yet somehow they seem to have that, you know.
17: Yeah. I mean, you would have totally not. I would not have known that.
12: Well, it's usually we're just trying to put two pieces together. We come up with like one piece and go, wow, we like that piece. And we struggle for like, you know, a few months and don't have anything else to go with it. And then we find something works. We kind of usually a mishmash of things. And then, then we have to kind of like just crap it out.
17: Well, it sounds delicious. Thank you so very much. Let's go let's, ahead and yeah, hear that.
5: Yeah, it'll be okay.
17: was breathtaking that was really amazing thank you so much for sticking around That was really cool thank you and so now we're going to introduce our panel for the evening we have of course on one at the board dave on sound videographer Derek.
5: hello that was dave
17: that was dave and spuds co-host mr chick hunter
19: i just haven't stood up yet that's all
17: and we are also fortunate to have with us executive producer Lori Madsen. Lori- yeah, you
19: are lucky to have me here.
17: Uh, thank you. Yeah,
19: you and I have a lot to talk about. I drove all the way from Seattle. Just, to, I need to talk to you. I need to address this issue. Oh.
17: Well, you know, it, it really is a pleasure to welcome you to our second episode. what yeah,
19: um, You know, I've been in this business for over 25 years. I'm doing this as a favor to the station manager, Daryl. When I listened last week,
17: I didn't even know who, what is your name, Amy or something? I, um, I, I'm Ivy. It's Again, it's so nice yeah, to well, meet you. Well, let
19: me, let me tell you something. Spud did this behind my back. He didn't do, he didn't follow the procedure, number one. Everything has to go through me. There's a procedure? Do you understand? So, you and I need to have a discussion after the show you, I need to tell you exactly how things are going to go, all right? You you don't listen to him. You listen to me. I outrank him, all
17: right? I, I have to apologize. I am so sorry. And um, if you check my permanent record, I can bring you things pre-K through post-grad. Well, um, I'm a clean living person, and I think you'll
19: be pleased. Whatever, but, you know, I... I do have a suggestion I want to make to you, Amy? Um, um I, Ivy? Okay, have have you given any thought to putting some highlights in your hair? You know, um, it might help in um, our promo shots. Oh, well, you know, we have shots. promo shots for the okay. show, right? Yeah. Um, and your makeup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We need to talk about that later, okay? My
17: my mom said boys prefer the natural look.
19: Yeah. Right.
17: Oh man, was she wrong about other stuff too?
19: yeah we'll we'll talk after the show oh boy
17: uh, maybe we should go to the first clip and um and and start talking about uh what we heard on spud's show maybe maybe would that be a good idea lori what, is that yeah. okay hey, on one yeah um
19: do you think you could uh, run to my car and get my slippers? You know, these Louis Vuittons are killing my feet. Okay. You Thank- want flippers? Thanks. You can borrow my Timberlands okay. If you want. Okay. Uh, yeah, whatever. Are okay. Thanks swimming, so much, honey. All right. Just just go to my car and get my slippers. Slippers. Sorry.
17: Is there anything else you need? I mean, well, I'd be happy to get
19: you something. You know, yeah. I, I'd really like to talk to Chick uh, for a second because we huh? had this thing going last time about the promotion. Um, But you know, as I'm in the studio now, because I never come down here, okay? So, one thing is, um, I'm looking at your fingernails and they're filthy. You know, I'm talking about basic hygiene. Uh, When you're out in public, you do represent the show. I want you, yes, you. So, will you take care of that? Okay. I didn't know. That I, that I can important. show you
17: the five steps of washing. And um, while I do that, why don't we go to some songs? Um, we can hear Gas Huffer with Hijacked and Copyright Liberation Front versus Betty Blue with What Time Is Love.
2: Bud Goodman post show report with Ivy Quinn will return in just a moment. Welcome back to the Spud Goodman post-show report.
17: So, um, are you studying her over there, Dave? Lori, Miss, Miss Laurie wow, May I call you Miss Laurie uh, No it's Ms. Madsen um, Ms. Thank Madsen, you Treat me with respect I am so sorry I will do better <laughs> Yeah you better. Um, I'm hoping we can Review the first Awesome highlight From Spud's show With um, David Keckner. So if that's okay with you yeah, Maybe okay. Derek He's can a put good, that
19: up Yeah cool He's a good friend of mine That's why he was on the show You're
5: gonna love it Ms. Madsen This yeah. is gonna be great It's part of the show That you really like oh,
15: nice. really? All right Lori, it's great to have you in studio. That's Derek. You. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so our first clip of the night is from the David Keckner interview. Uh, the first uh, half of it is... We in... don't
13: actually have that back here, Derek. Do you... you don't have it back No. Here? Is that
15: supposed to be on a thumb drive? Oh, I gave it to Dave. Oh,
19: oh my God. <laughs> did
17: um, you did it's a lovely this? job describing this it to me. This is why I
19: drove so, down I'll... here from <laughs> Seattle.
17: He's not done. Open,
15: open. Oh, yeah, I do not need ahead, to Derek. address
19: these issues.
15: <laughs> the first half of the clip is... Uh, David talking about, uh, bombing, uh, doing up And it, that, I thought it was kind of an interesting clip to hear from a successful comedian, uh, you know, talking about whether or not they're nervous about, you know, performing badly on
5: stage.
17: I can't relate to the successful part, but I'm really identifying with the bombing right now. Oh,
5: yeah.
19: <laughs> hey, Derek, uh, yes, Jesus, you s- you seem to be droning on forever. You know, where is the pacing of the program? are we supposed to hear a clip now or could, what? Could we
17: hear the clip, please? Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. David, or Can we David are you... you need
4: ...to do stand-up comedy. Do you still have to deal with occasionally bombing, or does does your status, star status, excuse me, basically insulate you from the highs and lows of stand-up? Here's where I'm getting at with this, because, you yeah. know, is it for you, is it like going up against the Washington Generals every night? I mean, is there still a risk of failure? Because that's what I find uh, exciting about stand-up comedy, this that, that chance of bombing.
8: Uh, I guess, but to me, I've, I've been doing live entertainment for 25 years, so yeah. I feel like I have can weather whatever storm comes my way. I haven't run into a situation where the act doesn't work, but if it's not working, I would hope that I could just throw it all away and go, "Okay, folks, let's find some
7: common ground. We're not leaving till people laugh." All right, you gotta try throwing a curveball, do some improv or something. People don't understand; yeah. it ain't like a music show. Sometimes it doesn't work. You ain't gonna see Bell, Biv, or the Tonight we're going to try to do this. We're going to try to make some entertainment happen. Well, David, um, tell me, uh, can you identify any short-term goals you have
4: in say in the next uh, seventy-two to one hundred and twenty hours?
8: Uh, killing it in Seattle. There you yeah. go. There you go. There that's you go. That's my mayor. Okay, that's my We're going to be a football, football game. What? Watching the Seahawks beat the 49ers.
4: That's what I'm talking about. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you. I was going to tell you, just like stay over Sunday, order room service, kick back in the room and watch him, you know, kick the 49ers' ass. Marshawn's going to do it.
7: Marshawn's going to do it. I know that man has seen some things nobody wants to see. He's seen some ghetto stuff. I once saw a crack whore. Gee, I saw her breastfeed a street rat on a subway car. That's all the right. kind of stuff that Marshawn sees. All right, super. Well, Mr.
17: David- so, of course, we're all pro hawks, but, um, Lori, I would really love if you took the lead on this because it's, again, so, such an honor to have you here.
19: Yeah, it is an honor. And I want you to all pay attention to this. It is an honor. I don't think you guys realize what I bring to the table to this little show. All right. I'm trying to take this to another level.
5: There's going to be food.
19: I'll let that go. And um, I I see you over in the corner hiding, Spud. You're supposedly (laughs) directing this thing. Maybe you should get off your ass and actually direct it, all right?
17: I like you both very much, and I hope you both know that sometimes, although words have to be said to each other, sometimes they're a little painful, like when you pull off a Band-Aid, but then everything's all better.
5: When does that happen? Oh, Ms. Madsen, come on. You're a ray of sunshine. Let it out.
15: I have hairy arms, so that happens to me all the time.
17: I wondered why it was so patchy.
5: Ms.
19: Madsen.
5: Ms. Madsen. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Come on. Open up there. Come on.
19: All right. Come so on. yeah, Maybe. Hey, David on the board. Uh, hello, David. Yes. Are you, are you awake over there? Snap
17: too, buddy.
2: Well, it's not exactly like this program is keeping me awake. No.
17: Okay. Well, how about some music then? Um... How about first is uh, "You Got It" by Mud Honey, whose singer Mark Arm was interviewed by Spud, and a segment of that will I be coming there. up. And the second another song, another friend of mine, we have for you is from Productive, and it's titled "Damn." Do you know everybody?
19: Yes, I do. Name dropper. <laughs>
3: Even if you never spoke to me Notably, no notoriety Soriety's providing these people with variety I try to be true to every feeling that's inside of me And not keep it all bottled up like a winery My thoughts get worse with age And the thirst for fame just gets lost in what I jot Now we burst in a page, write it down I don't drown, man I surf in the wave Man I search for the purpose It's church in a way It's what it should be It's where nobody can judge me It kills the ugly Brings out the good me, but people only hate him Wait for the bait in the place where the hook be Damn, like when you try to take a stand Things go awry when you try to make a plan I'm thinking damn, it's got me thinking Damn, it's got me thinking Damn, like when you think you're the man But then you go to meet your idol They don't wanna shake your hand I'm thinking damn, it's got me thinking Damn, yo, I can make the deep shit I can make the vocals get so it soulful as the beat gets Man, I can make the fly shit, I can keep it grounded You call it indecisive, but I call it well-grounded Far is the music, the puget is astounding when all the live crowds get to shouting and no I'm not impressed with who they call the best I'm to when I'm hearing it, very well aware of what's around me counting days on the calendar till MCs see me as talented and not as a challenger they're dodging me because I'm too good with my craft but if you're not good enough well then they'll do the same stuff like man this is what this scene feels like, fraternity of mediocrity In which you've got to be pledging allegiance But me, I filed a grievance Cause I don't give a fuck, man, I'm in no rush Goddamn Like when you try to take a stand Things go awry when you try to make a plan I'm thinking, damn It's got me thinking, damn It's got me thinking, damn Like when you think you're the man But then you go to meet your idol They don't wanna shake your hand. I'm thinking, damn The lines start blurring on my college rule. I think of all the people in my past that never followed through. Lines disconnected from those who stopped calling you. All the new kids, Twitter hated, only concerned with who follows you. YouTube and all your views. Really, I'm in awe of you. Why is it we do what we wanna do and not what we ought to do? Like something that we gotta prove. Just give me one full length album and I swear to God I'll call it cool. Even if no one else does. Cause when I make this music, it's like the first time that I felt love. So discos, outtake. Every girl who couldn't, couldn't convict a guy cause she was fucked up when she was felt up Yeah, no shit, this music helps us We are the pal vets Prisoners of war only perceived as the bout threats And if hip-hop is your only power source and outlet And you're gay in a state where it's not safe to come out yet damn. like when you try to take a stand Things go awry when you try to make a plan I'm thinking, damn, it's got me thinking Damn Like when you think the turtle them but then you go to meet your idol, they don't want to shake your hand. I'm thinking, damn. This time it's thinking, damn.
2: Once again, here is your
15: host. Ivy Quinn.
17: So Derek has uh, Spud's Throwback Audio Clip of the Week. Derek?
15: Time for our Throwback Thursday Audio Clip of the Week. Uh, for this- is this our Throwback
5: Audio Clip of the Week
15: coming yes. up? Yes, it is. All right. <laughs> for this week, uh, we have Ted Nugent on the Piers Morgan Show talking about everybody's favorite subject, gun control. Let's roll the clip.
2: It's time once again for Spud's audio clip of the week. Tonight we feature the Motor City Madman, Ted Nugent, in conversation with Piers Morgan on his show back in December of 2012. For a man who is a who is a patriot, who purports to
0: love his country, mm-hmm. that was quite shocking disrespect well, to let your me, president. Let me
8: put it in uh, official CNN Piers Morgan interview yes. term.
0: Shall I? Yes.
8: My limey friend? Yes. Anybody that wants to disarm me, can drop dead. Anybody that wants to make me unarmed and helpless, Mm. people that want to literally create the proven places where more innocents are killed called gun-free zones, Mm. we're going to beat you. We're going to vote you out of office or suck
14: on my machine gun.
17: Well, I think we can all agree that even if we don't agree with Ted Nugent, he's kind of a douchebag. Chick, what do you think? Well, I
5: just think that, like in a battle of wits, he is unarmed.
17: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to
19: add—I'd like to add at this time that uh, Piers Morgan and I—I I know him very well. You in know fact, Piers Morgan? In fact, I was at uh, Princess Diana and at her wedding in uh, in England. Well, you know and, that
5: Prince guy, right? Yeah,
19: and Piers and I—that's where we met. So I've known him for years. He's he's he, a he was He on seems the, charming. Uh, yeah. He's I, great. Is there any more to the story, yeah, Ms. He's, Madsen? he's super great and no, he was I mean, on No, uh, I you and him anymore. I think he's oh, asking
17: no. if you sucked on his machine gun. <laughs>
19: that's totally inappropriate. I've definitely Chick, told some people to totally do that. That's
17: during- yeah. totally inappropriate. <laughs>
5: Derek, you have an opinion on this interview that we just heard? Oh,
15: I was just going to say that I've definitely told people to suck on my machine gun when I am playing Call of Duty. Yeah, so, well, okay. I don't know. I can kind of relate, I guess.
17: So, he's quotable. Over at the board, maybe?
2: Well, I saw Ted Nugent in concert at the Coliseum once, and he came swinging out on a rope from behind the speakers wearing nothing but a loincloth, but I couldn't see his machine gun.
17: Was it a loincloth or was it a diaper? Because I heard he pooed his pants so he didn't have to go in the army.
2: Uh, I was not close enough to tell.
17: You can neither confirm nor deny. Mm.
7: That is correct.
17: On one, yeah. anything?
7: H- who's who's Ted? Who, who's Ted Nugent? He's the, the creamy
17: is. center in a in a yucky candy bar. Okay, so I guess now we're gonna go to um, a couple of songs. Uh, we have "Warning Danger" with a tasty little tune titled "I Hate Paying Bills,", I hate paying bills! and also "The Fallout's" with "Going Home."
1: we makes me want to kill those who get their bill off my... Watch the axe. (laughs) Off my green. makes me ill makes me want to kill those who get their fill
2: Don't leave it all up to Ivy. The Spud Goodman Post Show Report needs your input. Call or text your comments to 253-242-3054. That's 253-242-3054. Or, you can leave a comment on the Spud Goodman Show's Facebook page. Either way, you'll help Ivy and the team here in the studio make some sense out of the previous hour's program. Once again, here is your host, Ivy Quinn.
17: So that was a really nice set. It was really good to hear warning danger. What
19: warning danger? Yeah. I hate my bill. Uh. That's more like danger warning.
17: Who? I mean, who doesn't
19: pay their bills? Jesus. Are you sitting on You have on to be something? a responsible person. You know, yeah. I mean, it's... I think that's one of Spud's bands, yeah. isn't it? is not was that a... Oh, actually, Ms. I'm still okay. waiting
2: for my expense check to be processed.
19: Yeah, that that explains it. It's one of Spud's bands. And the fallouts? Come Jeez, on. come on. No, yeah. you come on. Maybe, yeah. maybe
17: we should go ahead and listen to the next highlight. I'm sure yeah, Derek has that. Go ahead and do yeah, that. Yeah,
19: we're going to talk about that in the next staff meeting. I pulled this
15: one uh, from the Mark Arm interview because I know it's a dream that I also have. Uh, it's to get an ice cream flavor named after myself. So let's roll the clip. Um, Well Mark, you and
4: the band Were right in the middle of the historic Era era of Seattle rock The world is so familiar with Um, We had Bruce Pavitt, co-founder of Sub Pop Records on recently And he did a great job of detailing it all for us But I was wondering Was there a time when you were on that infamous tour With Tad Nirvana Uh, He wrote about in his book, did you ever dream someday That you would have an ice cream flavor produced in your honor For real, it's available at Full Tilt Ice Cream in Seattle I mean, screw the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame I can't think of a cooler
14: honor You know, um, our whole goal from the get-go was to get, like, uh, foodstuffs named after us. And uh, ice cream being one of the most fun foods. Absolutely. uh, You know, we finally feel like we can retire now.
4: Absolutely. Um, (sighs) And uh, and, on an additional food-related note, uh, what is the band's favorite snack on tour? Funyuns, corn nuts, sweet tarts? What are we talking about?
14: Uh, Brownies and chocolate.
4: Oh, okay, Mm -hmm. super.
14: Touch me, I'm sick. Chips.
5: There you go, all right.
17: Well, first and most importantly, Chick, I will get you some ice cream on the way home.
5: I want banana, Susanna.
17: Okay, well, Lori, what would you think? Uh, that's pretty. That's a pretty big honor, getting an ice cream named after you.
19: Yeah, it is. I'm lactose intolerant, though.
17: Oh, I'm sorry, because it sounds really delicious. It's chocolate and honey and a touch of cinnamon. Yeah, don't don't um, don't even
19: explain it to me, because that might act up right um, now. I, I'm so sorry. Know. We wouldn't want we'll that to happen. We'll get you some Tofutti, then. I'm wearing
5: Gucci. Whatever he's pouring, I need a double.
17: Derek, what do you think? I mean, so what What other foodstuff dreams would you have? Or is it just ice cream?
15: Oh, man. Uh, maybe like a seedy truck stop diner sandwich.
17: Oh, that would be cool. That and That would that'd be, be kind of personal, too. Yeah. I, I would like a whiskey. What about you on one?
7: I, I'd like to have some bacon named after me.
17: I will name my bacon after you tomorrow. I will also eat it, so I hope you don't take offense. It's meant in the nicest possible way. Yeah.
2: Uh, I, I think I would like to have a beer named in my honor. In fact, I'd like to have a beer right
5: now. I think all beers are named in your honor, Dave.
17: Well, now we're gonna go to a cut from a band that played on Spud's show a while back, Red Jacket Mine, with someone else's cake.
19: There's no drinking in here. This is a professional show. Well, you just never mind. Somebody have my beer.
17: to thank all of our panelists tonight your contributions are just amazing and helpful and insightful so um if you if you have anything you'd like to say dave little shout out anything
2: um no
17: thank you i that's appreciate what, well, that that's that was
19: professional. fabulous
17: I, I liked your assertive deep. quality. On one?
7: I, I was hoping you guys might loosen the handcuffs a little bit because it's really starting to cut off the
15: circulation in my left wrist.
19: Yeah, that, that'll that come off later.
17: A little talcum will help with the chafing, too. Okay,
15: Derek? Okay, thanks. Um, I hope everybody has a great night and travels home safely.
19: Yeah, back to Seattle. Oh. Thanks a lot. And don't forget, we have competing
5: shows. We have Craig Gass, Saturday night at the Pantages in Tacoma. And we have David Keckner in Seattle at the Neptune, same time. They're going to be like, you pick, take your choice. There you go. Either one. They're ready to go. Actually,
2: it, there's some very good news for those who are competing. Beer, Washington State Department of Transportation website shows that it's smooth sailing all green from Fife all the way to Tuckwilla,
5: All the way? Even through the, the S-curves there?
17: What if, what if you stop oh, to right, get Kat. ice cream? Will that improve your. You know, that. What the the Craig. The Craig Gash.
19: Speaking of the Craig Gash show at the Pantages on uh, Saturday. At the Pantages? At the Pantages. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a really good friend of mine. We go back forever. Um, again, that's why he was on the show tonight. It was because of me, not because of Spud. So. Yeah, it's just me. So, what I'm saying is, I will be at that show. Can you get me tickets? Uh, uh, hmm. uh maybe huh? i don't know i don't know <laughs> so anyway the show i want to must not be it, that good to a tell all of our listeners to tell all of our listeners out there that they want to come to the pantages on this saturday to see craig gass it's a beautiful theater. Two S's. This guy, two S's. Gas. Gas.
17: His, his impressions were
19: really he, stunning. He is hilarious. He's hilarious live. You think he was good on the show. He's even better live. So I want you everybody. You everything. That's right. I want everybody that can hear my voice, everybody in Tacoma and Seattle to come to that show. God damn it.
17: I, I will bring some people too.
5: Just because you said so. Yeah.
17: So the thing I learned tonight what the hell? is that horses are noisy.
5: They don't stop.
17: Blanco Rock. Down. And that Craig Gass is pretty freaking cool, which is why everybody should go see him at the Pantages Saturday night.
5: And Ms. Madsen's in a bad mood.
17: I also learned that he's a huge hawk fan. I mean, huge, and that's pretty important with what's coming up this weekend. So I love the way you him. bring your
2: your voice up to a real high pitch like that. You sound almost like Sarah Palin.
17: Uh, hopefully, less bigoted and stupid, but we'll see what we can do. All right. So um, thank you again to all our guests that were here tonight. Our panel. And we will be going to uh, the stars with a song. Is a weapon. Get me out of here.
18: Hell in your own system. It's something you want to get out. You know what I'm saying about it. you? Know there's something wrong. Waiting at arrivals by the baggage carousel. Time can be a tyrant, but it's always served you well. The game is just a game and the prize is just a prize How do you keep a straight face when you're telling all those lies? You are the one You are the bullet in the chamber of the gun You are the long forgotten prodigal son And you will be here ages after I'm gone I can only hope to kill you with a song Tells me you're a father to a soul. You held us in your arms And pressed our backs against the wall What is that you're looking at? Tell me what you see That specter in the corner Looks an awful lot like me You are the one You are the bullet in the chamber With the sun, I can only hope to kill you with the sun, with the sun, I've got one shot to kill you with the song
2: Goodman Post Show Report is written and directed by Spud Goodman. Produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Executive Producer Lori Madsen. Audio Engineer On One at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Audio Highlights Derek Schneider. Our interns are Joseph Haley, Digital Operations, and Nevin Smith in Studio Production. Theme music composed and performed by Brian J. Martin. Copyright 2014 Spud Goodman Productions, David Brenneman speaking. Be sure to tune in next week at this time for another adventure in broadcast forensics on the Spud Goodman Post Show Report.